Welcome to the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Walker. This podcast is about my personal journey from being $25,000 in debt to getting to a million dollars of net worth by the age of 43. Follow along with my journey, implement the ideas, and let's do it together. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's get started. What's up, y'all? Welcome to episode two of the Journey to a Million podcast. I'm your host, Chris Walker. Uh, I said Christopher at the first one, but Chris is easier. That's what I usually go by, so just go by Chris. Um, I definitely appreciate it if you're still listening. I know that first episode um, with the video uh, quality, once it got into there, the audio wasn't that great. I definitely am going to invest in a microphone, but I will say just recording on my computer uh, just audio into the microphone uh, that's already built into the computer is definitely way better than the audio quality from that video. So uh, I don't know if I should change it or just leave it as is. And then always look back on that as like, that was the first episode, you know, like listen to the quality, you know, and um, I definitely think there's, you could tell that I was, I was nervous at the beginning, kind of found my groove somewhere in there. And then still the the quality so that being said just let me know i'm going to leave it as is and once i have some people that subscribe or listen they can kind of let me know what they think and then we'll kind of roll from there so today's episode is going to be about uh sales and side hustles so talking about that last episode with talk uh, getting being twenty five thousand in debt and getting that almost completely gone within two years is, you know, I will say, I think the two things that contributed the most for that for me were having a job that incentivizes me. And I know sales isn't for everybody. A lot of people are kind of scared of it because they don't like the idea of sales and they're, you know, scared to get out of their comfort zone or that's just makes them feel uncomfortable. And I get that, you know, I think certain things do make you feel out of your comfort zone or make you uncomfortable. And I think either there's some truth in that, you know, it's not for everybody, but I think also it could just be uh, people not believing in what they sell. Um, So I think that's the key for me is having something that I believe in and um, having products that, you know, I can sell and know that it's going to be a benefit for me and a benefit for my customer as well. And I think once you have that belief, it just makes your sales process and your confidence just grow that much and it translates into more sales. So I think for people who want to make a big change in their life, you need a job that incentivizes you to perform. And I think if you do have something like that, you can really make huge changes in your life and uh, hit your goals and your results uh, through your job. And if you don't want a side hustle, then that's totally fine. If some, if you're making uh, plenty of money and you're working a lot and you don't have time for it, that's totally fine. I think, you know, I definitely want you here on this journey with me and every everyone's journey is going to be different because some people are happy working 40 hours, some people are happy working 60 hours, but I think, you know, it's definitely good to have the work-life balance for sure. And I think that's another thing about sales that I do like is that you know, my pay is based on results and I, I like that because you can work. I've worked jobs where I've worked 50 to 60 hours a week and made the salary. And that was great. But at the same time, you know, I was making more money than the job I worked 40 hours. And but then at the same time, I realized that 
I was making less per hour. I just had to work way more and I had hardly any work-life balance and my happiness went down. I used to be in retail before and I definitely liked retail. I wouldn't trade my time in retail for anything because it taught me a lot of resilience. It taught me how to manage and it taught me how to prioritize and just work hard. It, it definitely gives people a great work ethic. And I think everyone should have an appreciation for people that do retail because it's one of the toughest jobs. It makes people more efficient. Um, you have to do more with less every year. It's a tough industry, super competitive. Um, yeah, so I uh, started in retail, did that for about five to seven years, I think. I uh, tried a few different places. I was at uh, one place for about five years, loved it. Then I left uh, for more money, like I said, but then I wasn't as happy. So I tried another place, still was kind of burned out in general on it, and then uh, found a job in sales. And the things that I liked about retail were that, you know, the management aspect, uh, the customer service, and the sales. What I didn't like about it was having your store get destroyed every single day having to pick it back up, get it back just so they can do it. It can happen again the next day. You know, I think um, customers, you know, I, I definitely think it's not their job to care. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of people don't know what it's like to have to put back baskets and baskets and baskets full of random items that are just there because people didn't put it back where it goes. You know, that's a huge part of retail. And then, um, you know, it's, it's probably the least fun aspect of it. So uh, definitely have an appreciation for your retail people because they have to deal with a lot and they can't really speak their mind to customers. Sometimes if a customer is rude to them, they just have to take it and just move on. But, you know, retail is definitely one of the best industries for developing a strong work ethic. And I, I definitely would recommend anyone that's like younger, uh, especially and wants to develop a good work ethic and develop resilience to go try your hand at retail uh, for a while and um, definitely get the skills you can from it. So I was in that, moved over into sales and the sales is awesome for me because it's the things that I like with the things, not taking away the things that I, I didn't like out of retail. So um, I've done that uh, for about four years now. I love it. And I also have a side hustle like I talked about with an online apparel store. And I think the retail side actually helped me a lot with that because I learned about presentation. I learned about inventory management, um, high standards for customer service and high standards for how the items should be presented, things like that. So the hardest thing for me, I struggled for so long just making a decision on what I wanted my side hustle to be. And I don't want you to go through that too. The issue with trying to find a side hustle is there's so many different things. Once you start looking into it and you're interested in it, your social media will start bombarding you with all these kinds of ads from people saying, hey, try this, try this, try this. And there's so many things and you're like, I think if I did this, it would work. And you don't know what to choose. Um, and you're just chasing you know, the shiny object syndrome basically. Um, and I've found something about a year and a half ago when my life started to change and I want you to do it too. It's called Your Big Idea, Your Big Idea by John Lee Dumas. And I'm going to share the link in the episode notes, but if you go to eofire.com slash idea, that's where you can um, go do that. eofire.com slash idea. 
and it takes like less than an hour. But like I was saying in the previous podcast, it lets you get all your thoughts out. And once you have all your thoughts out, you have clarity and you're able to say, okay, like I know what I need to do now. And once I knew what I needed to do, it was so clear and I was able to just go into it, um, put my effort into that. And then it wasn't overnight success, but it took the first, you know, few months, you know, there were a couple sales. I tried different things, different platforms, couple sales here and there. And you just, the other part of it is you just have to be patient. Don't expect that within a month or two, if you go watch all the videos, people will be like, Oh, like I make a um, hundred thousand in three months on my store. Like, Yes, but those people are like seasoned veterans who know exactly what to do and exactly how to scale their store into like massive levels. I mean, if you get five sales in your first month, like you're doing a great job. Just set your expectations and be patient um, if that's what you decide to do. But whatever you do, set your expectations and be patient with it. Like give yourself time to grow and let yourself grow organically. Um, don't feel bad if it's taken longer than you expected because for almost everyone, it does seem to take longer than ex you expect because our expectations are hyper inflated by these uh, videos promising Lamborghinis and all this other stuff. Like I don't like that stuff. It's, it's um, unrealistic and it sets people up for disappointment. So I definitely would recommend if you're looking for a side hustle, <clears throat> sorry, go check out that video it'll take you an hour and you'll get tons of clarity on what you need to do. And from there, just start taking action. Just implement little things on a weekly basis and on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, well, if you don't work on Sundays, like I, I try not to. So yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, so when you have time, just try to work on those things, find your work life balance, but just have time that you can say, Hey, I'm going to dedicate time out of my week to try to take action and not just when I feel like it, try to set yourself a schedule. And once you start getting consistent with your actions and your efforts and you're patient with the results, <clears throat> it might take a little bit of time, but things will start to happen and it'll snowball and you'll have a few months will go by and things will get bigger and better. And the more action you take, the more results you'll see. So if you, just keep keep working on it. You know, it's like your dreams and where you are, like in the middle, it's your execution. And so you just have to take action to execute those things and that'll get you to where you need to be. <clears throat> Sorry, let me drink a sip of water real quick. That's one thing I'm gonna have to work on with these podcasts is not clearing my, clearing my throat so much because my mouth tends to get dry after a few minutes and then it's not a pleasant sound to hear. So I get that. Um, but yeah, take action, set expectations, be patient, um, make a decision based on the clarity you should receive from this thing. And I think once you have a side hustle and you're making a few hundred to a few thousand dollars per month, you know, after a certain amount of time, it's life-changing amounts of money and it just makes your life so much easier because I think everyone is, is very focused on budgeting and I think budgeting is important, but you're saving and saving and saving, trying to focus on a hundred dollars a month, $200 a month. Like that's, that's significant money. I understand that, 
but how much would your life change if you started making a thousand dollars a month and you didn't have to worry as much about that 100 or 200 that if you wanted something you could buy it within reason um but you were actually generating so much revenue i i think that's huge a mindset a huge mindset thing is that you can try to save and save and save but it's really just a stressor and if you're living within reason and you're comfortable like the way to actually make significant change quickly is through generating more revenue and more streams of income. So right now I have these two, but I'm working on other stuff as well. And like this, and it, I'm, I'm setting the expectation right now that it's going to take at least one year to see any kind of results from this. And that might seem like a long time, but you know, it's something I've wanted to do for a long time. And it's like, you just have to prepare yourself as like, okay, like, I'm still going to want to do this in a year. So why not start now? And why not keep doing it and see where it goes? Because one year goes by faster than you think, you know, wasn't that long ago, it was January of 2020. And the year was just starting out. And now it's October of 2020. And the year's flown by. It's been one of the craziest years ever. And, you know, it's, that's, that's like we said just now, it's a year and, and within a year, like if you keep working on something for a year, you should see some kind of result from it and you should start seeing success. But the problem is the expectations that are set by a lot of these videos and courses online <clears throat> is that you're going to get results overnight and they always say this isn't a get rich quick scheme but this is that's kind of a thing as far as them not wanting you to fail and then blame it on them or something like that um so just know that it takes people a long time to be successful and you just have to be patient just if you're taking action consistently and you're doing the things you need to do uh you will eventually probably succeed uh, if you're in the right, you're, if you're in something, you're, if, I will say you will succeed if you're in something that you're passionate about. If you do something that you're not passionate about, then you'll probably won't, won't see that much action in a year because you won't be motivated to do it because you really don't like it and you're looking for an excuse not to do it. So that's why I recommend that course is that it'll show you what you're passionate about. And if you chase what you're passionate about, you don't have to worry about the shiny object that will take you off course because you found something that you love. So I hope this podcast was a little bit better quality wise. I'll definitely try to make sure I drink water and not clear my throat as much and say, you know, that's one of my things I've noticed. So it's a work in progress. I'll say making videos and audio recordings. It's the best way to kind of analyze yourself and polish yourself. I've seen so It'll definitely improve that speaking skill if you're interested in doing that. So I appreciate you tuning in to today's podcast, and I hope this was helpful for you. Stay tuned because there's a lot more to come.